0: I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Well, I got to say, I'm very excited about the topic today, not because of the, the risk that we're going to be addressing, but really the opportunity that uh, God's Word tells us about comes in old age. And yes, today we're going to be talking about our continued series on the necessity, the necessity of a plan. You know, most people, we're talking to just like you every day at Lord & Richards and the clients that we have all across the country are worried about things that are going on out in the world, in the economy, in the government, that could potentially harm your retirement. So what we're doing at Lord & Richards is we're building you a plan so you can achieve financial independence and enjoy retirement without worry. But you know that plan goes beyond just retirement, it's about knowing right now that the resources that you have in your hands that God has entrusted to you are being used wisely for his kingdom and for his glory. And so today we're gonna be talking about a real profound issue financially. As a matter of fact, we're gonna be talking about the number one reason why retirees go bankrupt. And I think this is critical to address to believers because this should be a time, retirement should be a time when you have the financial freedom Not only to do what you love with your family and to achieve uh, the goals that you've always wanted to achieve or to go the places that you want to go, but it should be a time of some of the greatest blessings in ministry of your life, right? A time when you've got more time on your hands to dedicate to God's work, to the church, to missions, and so on. And I'm meeting folks like you every day that say, yes, that's what we want. We want retirement to be financially independent so God can use us even more. During those special years, so here's some critical texts for you—really texts that God has spoken to me about. The first one comes in Psalm seventy-one six. So it's a, this is your your uh, aging psalm. This is your psalm that David is writing about the years when he's going to be gray headed. Listen to Psalm seventy-one six. Cast me not off in the time of old age; forsake me not when my strength fails. So the first principle here, or in this case, David is asking God, he's praying to God for a specific outcome. He's saying, Lord, when I get old, don't forget about me. Don't let me be forgotten. And we can say that in our family, in our relationships, if we're married, you know, as we get older, it should get sweeter and our marriage vows should become even more real to us. You know, I remember as my dad, Took my mom's care so seriously and lovingly, and took those vows so seriously that he had offered years before. And, you know, both of my parents were now in uh, their second marriage, and so they had already had a tough go of it. And when it came to round two, you know, they made a commitment, but it wasn't until they came to Christ and Christ changed their life that they now had the the resolve, the internal power to keep a relationship together, that you know the statistics, most people are gonna say is doomed, right? Second marriages just don't do as well as first, and first don't do that well in our society. More than half end in divorce. And so here, I'm watching my parents after 40 plus years of marriage, as my mom has has a massive stroke, and she's rendered largely incapacitated, hardly able to speak, and she begins therapy, and dad is just there, with her, right? He's just loving her. He's doing what he promised he would do. And of course, that kind of strength and that kind of commitment we do see out in the world. But as believers, we see, we have a greater power in uh, fulfilling that role because of the Holy Spirit that's in us. We have the ability, to, the divine ability to love as only God can love and to commit as only God can commit. And it's a way that really the world is... Their, their eyes have been blinded to. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. This goes for our relationships, but it also goes for our own prayer to God. And what should we be praying, really, about that time of old age? Well, here, I love the the, the psalm in general, but I want you to slide your eyes down if you have your Bible open or an app. If you're driving, please keep your hands on the wheel. <laughs> psalm seventy-one seventeen and eighteen. Oh God, you have taught me from my youth, and up to now I have declared your wondrous works. Boy, that'd be something to say, you know, as a as an older man or an older woman to say, you know, I've known you from my youth. I, I'm grateful personally that God revealed himself to me as just a little child and I came to him as a youth. And I've known him from my youth. Now, some of you have wonderful stories of God's grace and God's love coming into your life later on in life somewhere. And uh, that was the case, again, with both of my parents, came to know the Lord, and it was a babysitter. My babysitter led my mom to the Lord, and then my mom had the privilege of leading my dad to the Lord. So beautiful, beautiful story. But there perhaps are some of you listening who can identify with David and say, Lord, I, You have taught me from my youth. I've known you from my earliest days. And up to now, I've been declaring your wondrous works. And you know, if you haven't been, this is a great time to get started. But here's the rest of the prayer to God. He says, now also, when I am old and gray-headed. So again, a psalm of David's age. Oh God, forsake me not. Now so far, nothing new here. But but now he adds something. Before it was forsake me not when my strength fails. Now it is forsake me not until I have shown your strength unto this generation and your power to everyone that is to come. That is a big upgrade in that prayer request. Lord, don't forsake me when my strength fails. Be there with me, be there for me. Don't let me you know be cast aside. Don't let me just fade into nothingness. But now he says, well, wait a minute. The reason, oh God, that I don't want you to forsake me is I want to, until my very last breath, show your strength unto this generation, to tell people about you, to tell people about your power and everybody that is to come while I'm alive. Now that gives God a reason to do something with you in your old age, doesn't it? What a remarkable, remarkable biblical truth. Well, today we're going to be talking about some of the challenges of old age, but I wanted you to be really encouraged right out of the gate from Psalm 71.6 and Psalm 71.17 17 to 18. And you know, I'm talking to folks every single day, just like you, who, yes, are concerned, but you know, I want, to, I want you to have a positive attitude because we really, as believers, we have the future is just as bright as the promises of God. The future is just as bright as the promises of God. And that's, a, that's an old missionary statement. I can't remember if that was Hudson Taylor. I believe it may have been, or William Carey. But here are men that had thrown their lives into the Lord's lap and said, Lord, do with me however you want. And God did amazing things. And you know, God wants to do amazing things through you, but you've gotta do your part in, in the realm of stewardship, in the realm of life. And so I wanna to talk to you, I'd love to chat with you, about how you can put plans in place, legitimate plans that take God into account and put him first, but a plan to be financially independent and not have to worry financially about some of the challenges of old age. You've been listening to The Lord and Richard Show, and I'm Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. We speak to you from this show on biblical principles and how they can help you take control of your financial future. I would love to talk to you. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720 I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So maybe you're saying, okay, Colin, I'm encouraged, but now give me the teaching. Give me the principle. How do I put this into effect? Well, financially, you're going to have to consider the possibility of becoming sick. We know that God has given us our bodies to use for him and for his glory, for a limited amount of time. And then we go on to heaven and eternity with him. We receive a new body, a body that we'll be able to enjoy with him forever. But here on earth, this temporary time, somebody has said, you know, our, our life on earth here is the warm up to heaven, to eternity, to the millennium, to the time when Christ will reign here on the earth. And so, what are we gonna do with that? Well, we've gotta make sure that Yes, we we are mortal, we are going to get sick, we are going to die unless God comes to take us first, but we need to do everything in our power, both in the realm of health and in the realm of wealth, to do our part in that prayer request that we had earlier. Oh God, forsake me not till I have shown your strength unto this generation and your power to everyone that is to come. And so not being feeble before your time may may involve taking great care of your personal health your fitness, your um, your diet, but it definitely also means taking great care of your personal wealth, that money that God has put into your hands. The number one cause of bankruptcy in retirement, and it doesn't matter who you are, what your socioeconomic status is, it's going to be healthcare. And it's specifically gonna be chronic illness care. And we see this all around us. We, we've seen folks, of course, during the pandemic, passing away that we would have never imagined would have had to pass out into eternity so young, you know, in many cases just their 60s or their 70s or, of course, this disease is no respecter of persons and has hit people very young. But we are used to this at the tail end of life as we get out to what we call life expectancy, barring an accident or disease that takes you home to eternity with him sooner then we're all going to face this. So how do we prepare financially? Well, let me first say that it's wonderful that we have a provision in our country where folks are gonna get care no matter what. Okay, it's called Medicaid, Medicaid. And the the tail's in the title, aid. It just simply means the government's gonna step in and help pay if you run out of money so that we don't forsake. Our elderly, you know, that's a that's a sign of a a society that has been influenced by Christianity and by the Word of God. That we don't forsake our elderly. You look at other societies. You look at many uh, pagan societies. uh, It can be brutal how they treat those who get older. And so, the influence of God and His Word is certainly wonderful in the Medicaid program that we have and that we pay into. And yet. I hope that none of my clients need that. Why is that? Well, I want you to be in a financial position so that if it comes along, if you or if you're married, your spouse, were to become chronically ill, you have the means to deal with it. What do I mean by chronically ill? Well, to be chronically ill is to, in essence, be in the hospital or skilled nursing or not be able to perform two of the six activities of daily living for more than you know, for uh, more than 90 days. That's kind of the textbook definition. So we have the first three months where Medicare would come in and step in and help you with your therapy or whatever, and then it drops, right? And then it's on you. So it can be a stroke. It could be just something as far as physical injury. You know, folks deal with this all the time, even even in their younger years when they get injured. But chronic illness stays with us. It stays with us. My brother-in-law, Kelvin, remarkable young man that God used uh, mightily, I think, in South Africa. And, uh, you know, he was an incredible ventriloquist. Kelvin uh, really actually wasn't very talented at it, but he was great at it. <laughs> you say, well, what do you mean he's not talented, but he's great at it? Well, I remember seeing a picture of the first time Kelvin whipped out his little ventriloquism doll at a group of children. It was a children's backyard club in South Africa. So a bunch of kids who had never seen this. And when he animated that little thing and he made it start to talk, you know, and through his voice, of course, his lips are moving. You can tell exactly what's going on. But the kids were so terrified. They thought his little guy, Zach, he had Zach and he had Zeke. He thought he had come to life. And the picture's wonderful of these kids just, you know, running in terror (laughs) with Kelvin just sitting there, eyes wide open. Kelvin was remarkable in his work with young people, with children. As he would come into the school for the disabled kids where he would uh, go and minister, they'd chant his name, Kelvin, Calvin, Kelvin. Just an amazing story. But you know, Calvin had had a brain tumor as a child. He was the first to survive it, but it left him with permanent disability. Uh, but he didn't become chronically ill until he had a series of strokes in his 40s and I had to be rushed home from the mission field. And for five years, once again, I watched my family, my parents-in-law, take care of Calvin and love him and be with him every step of the way. And Calvin was far worse even than my mom in that he he just really couldn't do anything for himself, hardly at all, and had a hard time walking. My father-in-law to almost carry him up the steps. Remarkable burden in later life to care for your children like that. So it can happen any time. And so here's the question. Do you have a written plan to make sure You are not financially devastated by a chronic illness. See, if you don't, I believe that's poor stewardship. I believe that is, as we've been saying in our series, that is planning to fail. If you have power to do good and you don't do it, the Bible says that's sin. Well, you say, well, we're talking about myself. Am I sinning against myself? Well, here's the thing. What about the loved ones that surround you? They're going to have to jump in. And what about if there's a lack of resources to handle that Especially if you're married, what about your spouse? Are they going to need to take care of you in the home? It's incredibly physically challenging and it can be life shortening for a spouse to take care of another spouse in the home. Now, many of you are going to want to do that, but you need to know some things. You know, today the national average, if you are in the home, is going to be, you know, somewhere around $4,800 a month. That's a lot of money. And the average stay. Uh, according to the American Association for Long-Terms Care, is 3.8 years. So whether you're in a chronic illness condition at home or whether you go into a skilled nursing facility, which, by the way, costs twice as much, now well over $9,500 a month. That's remarkable. Now, by the way, I took note of prices back in 2017 here because Kelvin stayed with us for a while in a nursing home just down the road. And it was remarkable when I saw the prices of these things. I looked at a very well-known nursing home here in the Denver area, and in 2017, a private room was going to be $158,000 a year. In 2017, and costs have been going up 4.35% per year. That means now that, that that's probably closer to 200000 a year. That would be incredibly challenging. And by the way, they posted their price for the next month and the next. And those prices at, at the average rate of increase are doubling every 17 years. So here's the question. Do you have a plan to achieve financial pl- independence? That's what we're doing every single day. You've been listening to the Lord and Richard show and I'm Colin Richards, Denver's biblical investment advisor. And I am talking and my team and I, my my wonderful advisors and team are talking to folks just like you every day about how you can put a plan in place so that you're not devastated by an event like this. So that you're not rendered financially incapacitated when you come up against a chronic illness. I would love to talk to you about how you can put a plan in place to know that your financial future is secure, and to give you greater freedom in doing what God has called you to do for his kingdom and his glory. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So again, if you're just joining us, this is Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, and we're talking today about these wonderful principles we, fo- we find uh, regarding our old age in Psalm 71. O oh God, you have taught me from my youth, and up to now I have declared your wondrous works. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O oh God, forsake me not until I have shown your strength unto this generation and your power to everyone that is to come. And so wisdom tells us that, look, if we're going to ask God for this kind of strength to tell people about him and his love, and even in our old age, then we're going to need to do our part physically, making sure that we're in good physical shape, taking care of our bodies so that they can be an instrument in God's hands, having a good diet and exercise, but also financially. We get, of course, um, focus on our health. For longevity, have you focused on your wealth? And I'm not saying money is the most important thing. You know, at Lauren Richards, we believe that money is a tool. Money is a tool so that you can be a good steward and use that tool for God's glory. So what ways can you take a step in the right direction as part of a plan? Because we build a comprehensive plan for financial independence, and inside of that plan is a written plan that says, hey, John and Susie or Joe or Mary, Here is your plan if you become ill or your spouse becomes ill. Well, there are tools. There are strategies. One of the things we do is we stress test your portfolio based on how you're doing now to see could you endure right out of your own pocket the costs, the exorbitant costs of chronic illness care. Most people I'm talking to in their 60s are going to face maybe a million dollars or more of chronic illness cost over an average four-year stay. Yeah, at the rate of, of inflation, the, the cost today of about $150,000, $160,000 per room per year are going to double in 17 years when you're in your late 70s approaching life expectancy. So how are you going to deal with that? Well, of course, there's modern long-term care but the problem is it can be a little expensive at the time in life when you start to take this seriously. So a lot of people have rolled that out and I totally understand why. One of the solutions we like at Lord & Richards is, what if we take dollars that maybe have come into your hands and and set them aside for this purpose? Maybe they're dollars that you don't need for income. And maybe you're at that age when traditional long-term care insurance just doesn't make sense. How can we be a good steward? Well. I had a client that had this happen to me. He was 65 years old. We had a beautiful income plan in place. We had a written risk management plan in place. All the key elements needed to achieve financial independence except for this one, chronic illness. He said, Colin, my my parents passed away and they left me this uh, cash amount from a home that was sold of 275,000. I said, that's great, you know, that would cover a couple of years potentially of long-term care. He said, well, should I just stick it in cash? And I said, well, the problem is that the costs are going up so much. And he said, well, maybe, maybe we should put it in the market. And I said, well, that's great. We'll get some growth on it and, and hopefully it'll grow and more than keep up with the increase of 4.35% that we're seeing in costs every year in long-term care. But I said, you know, the problem is the markets giveth and the markets taketh away. I think to be a really good steward, we need to put it someplace safe, but at the same time, someplace that can grow. And by the way, that's our specialty at Lord & Richards. That's what we love doing for our clients, especially clients who are trying to honor God, as we say, let's protect your money, but let's also fulfill the requirement of the parable of the talents, and let's grow that money. Let's invest it. And there are ways to do that. You don't have to pick either safety or or growth. Now, I know that may sound earth-shattering to you, but I want you to know it's very good news, and I'd love to talk to you more about it. Well, in this case, we put it into a special kind of life insurance policy. You say, life insurance, I hate life insurance. Me too, right? Because the only time you benefit is when you're gone. <laughs> but here was the cool part. We could put the money in, 275000 Within three years, that cash was available in the policy if he had taken it out. So the money wasn't gone. It just didn't disappear. It was still available. But the cool part was he now had $922,000 of death benefit. He said, well, Colin, you don't get it. I'm not interested in death benefit. You know, I've already got maybe some other kind of insurance or my family's going to be fine. Well, sometimes we do want death benefit for legacy because it's a great tax-free benefit or to help your spouse when you're gone to pick up the pieces. But here was the really cool part. I hope, you, I hope you've held on. That death benefit could be used for his chronic illness care. It could be taken out 2% or 4% of that a month, an incredible amount, somewhere around $18,000 to $36,000 a month for his care. And of course, by the time he might need it at his age, if he's in his 60s and he needs it in his early 80s, that cost of chronic illness care is going to be running about that amount. And so what, are, what an interesting plan. You say, well, that is interesting. I never really thought about using life insurance that way. There are so many tools like that. And we're talking to people all the time about them. And one of my favorite things to do is to talk to believers who say, you know, I want to be positioned well with my finances and my resources to, to do more for God's kingdom, to give more of my finances, to give more of myself. And wouldn't it be tragic if because of a devastating chronic illness, You absorbed all the money in your family, leaving your well spouse and maybe your kids with no tools and resources to go out and do kingdom work after you pass away. So this is really a matter of stewardship. Well, again, you've been listening to Colin Richards. I am president and founder of Lord & Richards, a wonderful team of investment advisors who base our advice on principles from the word of God. I'd love to visit with you. I'd love to talk to you about how you can achieve financial independence, how you can develop a plan to make sure you're not devastated by things like chronic illness care. It just starts with a simple conversation and a visit with me and with my team. I'd love to chat. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.